At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Welcome to Long Shots, VEASAN's golf betting podcast. Kelly Bidlin here alongside Wes Reynolds. Wes, how are we doing today, buddy? We are doing well, Kelly. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, Shriners, this past weekend, um, I didn't make it out to... Uh, we did uh, finally kick Matt Brown's field goal bet that has been uh, pending for about two years going back to primetime action. Uh, everything that you could have possibly imagined, Wes, with that uh, did happen. He did not make any of his kicks that he thought he could make, and someone did get injured. It was just not Matt. It was me somehow uh, straining something in my calf trying to chase a punt return, thinking I'm, I don't know, 16 years old again or something like that. <laughs> So, yeah, I was uh, I was planning on going out to Shriners uh, Friday, Friday afternoon, but ended up just sitting on the couch icing my calf all weekend. So that was a good time. Yeah. Uh, old Tommy Kim takes it down at 20 under the short shot in the event for his third third career win on tour right now, Wes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, second career back to back now at the uh, at the Shriners. Uh, he wins by one over Adam Hadwin. Uh we did get, a, you know, I kind of felt like this week was a, a total air ball, but got a little bit of interest on Sunday as Eric Cole goes out and shoots 62, actually had the lead, or at least I think he had the outright and then a share of the lead on the back nine. But the Tom Kim group and the final group still had like a full nine to play. So you knew you were kind of drawing into an inside straight there. If you had Eric Cole, he ends up T3 uh, with that Sunday 62, Alex Noren, JT Post, and Taylor Pendriff. Also tied for third, and then uh, Chesson Hadley, Joel Damon, Bo Hosler, Cage Lee, Cam Davis, and the Monday qualifier Isaiah Salinda round out the top ten. The poker metaphor from Wes Reynolds. What can't he do? I love it. Uh, Cam Davis. Uh, I can't also- play poker. That's what I can't do. <laughs> Cam Davis teasing me again as usual, finishing T seven. You're right. He, we had, we had a couple. We had a couple looks. We had a couple looks. But as we've talked about, uh, this is fall golf season. It's uh uh, long shots. The name of the pod is pretty appropriate. We're throwing some darts, usually at mainly just outright bets here. Uh, not not going too too heavy into the betting markets. At least I'll speak for myself personally, but I think that applies uh, to Wes as well. So uh, we turn the page over to the Zozo Championship. Uh, this one going to be coming at at you from Japan. This is a no cut cut event. Features seventy eight golfers. And Wes, please correct me if I have any of this info wrong. Includes 60 available PGA Tour players from the 2022-2023 FedEx Cup points list. 
nine special exemption, exemptions and nine Japanese tour golfers is what you're going to see make up the 78 golfers in this no-cut event. 16 of the top 50 players in the world golf rankings will be in attendance, including Xander Shoffley, Cameron Young, Minwoo Lee, Keegan Bradley, Colin Murakawa, Sung J.M., Hideki Matsuyama, and Ricky Fowler. So definitely one of, if not the best, uh, fields that we get for a, a, a fall event here uh, this year. Uh, running through the odds board real quick, looking at it, Xander Shoffley is your short shot, 7-1 to one over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Call Morikawa, 11 to 1. Sung JM, 14 to 1. Ricky Fowler, Minwoo Lee, and Hideki Matsuyama, all 16 to 1 currently. Uh, Sahit Tagala, Cam Davis, 20 to 1. Keegan Bradley, 22 to 1. Adam Scott, 25 to 1. And then you've got Eric Cole at 35. Everybody else, 35 to 1 or longer in this event. As usual, Wes Reynolds does a great fantastic amazing i said the best in the business uh last week on a numbers game west reynolds write-ups uh about the golf events we every week on the pga tour over at vison.com you'll also get uh around the world with west reynolds which we will hit later in the show everything else going on in the dp world tour and anything else in the golf world that west is looking to bet so head over to vison.com get west's great write-up on this event and every other event that we play on the PGA tour, but Wes, what stuck out to you uh, from this mm. course and what we're, what we're going to see out of this course, which we haven't seen much of uh, this year. Yeah. When you, when you look at this field, historically <clears throat> you do, as you mentioned, you get a couple high, a few high end players, a bunch of guys that are playing these fall events regularly. They're trying to work their way up the standings for this FedEx cup fall that got created this year. And then you get a fair amount of Japan golf tour and Asian tour players. Uh, but Usually it's a class player that wins this thing. Uh, it, it's been in existence since 2019. Take out the Cantlay year in 2020 where this event was held at Sherwood uh, out in yeah. Thousand Oaks due to COVID. Uh, the three winners here at Narashino uh, Country Club are Tiger Woods, Hideki Matsuyama, Keegan Bradley, all proven winners, obviously, on the PGA Tour. So this course actually, par 70, a uh, little less than 7,100 yards, Uh you know, it is rain season over in Japan, so it's probably going to play pretty soft. Uh, a lot of these courses, actually, they have double greens, and you get different greens used across different days. And uh, uh, it, the fairways and rough, you know, pretty non-penal, zoysia grass, about two inches high. Greens are going to be 10 and a half, 11 on the stem. Smallish bent grass greens, 5,500. And they're pretty darn pure bent grass, too, because... Like the, the greens uh, over on these courses, especially in Japan, these are like pristine greens and they really take care of them year round. So these are going to roll pretty pure. Now, one of the unique features on this course with the double greens, if you find the wrong green during tournament week, which isn't in play on the whole, you do get a free drop under what is called the wrong green ruling to the nearest point of relief. So I did not now that I've okay. confused myself and everybody else, uh, I was uh, just going to make a joke about how I'd how I'd be the guy hitting at the wrong green every time, and I would yeah. need like uh, I would need like a special colored flag or something on the right yeah. green, uh, correct green to hit to uh, every day. Yeah, that is yeah. that, that is an interesting rule. Okay, exactly. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's kind of a hybrid because there's three different uh, eighteen hole courses at Narashino Country Club, uh, which is just outside of Tokyo. Uh, par seventy, thirty four on the front, thirty six on the back. Five par threes, three par fives. Uh, you look, the 10 par fours on the layout, 
Uh, none of them actually measure between 425 and 485. So they're That's either awesome. really short yeah. or they're really long uh, par fours here. So, uh, you know, uh, back nine, obviously the full 36. If you're looking at correlated courses, Kasu Migaseki, which was the Tokyo uh, Olympics course in 2020, a little bit of colonial here, uh, Chapultepec, uh, TPC Kuala Lumpur, a uh, little bit of Harbor Town. So, this was a really, this was kind of a tough course to like do data on because you don't get strokes gain data right. in this event, really. Yeah. So you're kind of playing a little bit of a guessing game uh, based on that in terms of what you wanted to use this week. Yeah, we. I mean, what we've only had three tournaments, right? Played it, played at this course, anyway. So how much, you know, is it is it enough data to rely on, even if we had it, right? <laughs> That's I think. Right. I think there's some of that. I think it's all. Uh, you know, Wes and I will continue to bring it up all this fall with some of these events, but these are all these are all different hurdles that we don't typically deal with while betting regular PGA Tour events during the during the regular season. Um, it usually makes uh, it makes us uh, hold back how much we're betting, and usually and usually the number of bets as well, just because we don't have all the tools kind of in our toolbox that we're used to having uh, for some of these events. Yeah, I, I would say that the uh, a few things that I just really wrote down that for, for stuff to, that stood out to me was the some of the quotes from the players uh, in years past too, just talking about uh, you know the cha- this is a challenge off the tee here. You got those narrow fairways, uh, you know, like you talked about. We've seen we've seen you know in the few years of, of tournaments being held here, kind of different ways to attack this course. Uh, you know, that 2019 year with Tiger, it was. Uh, he, you know, he was dialing down off the tee box and just really, really picking his shots around the course, making sure, making sure he was in fairways uh, and hitting it onto these greens that you know aren't super huge, like you, t- like you brought up, um, and that worked out. That worked out well. Go back into you know the past couple years, and uh, maybe, maybe it wasn't the longest guys in the world that won the event, but you go and look at the leaderboard, and you do see that length uh, did end up mattering. Distance off the tee did end up mattering for a lot of the guys, kind of in the top twenty over the past couple of years here. So I think that's, uh, you know, important to at least know heading into this event. And the, I, I love this setup, Wes. I love that we, I wish we saw more creativity in courses like this on the PGA Tour, uh, at, you know, throughout the season. I don't need, uh, I'm not, for, for regular listeners of this pod, I think this has come across pretty clearly. I'm not one of those guys that's a big fan of change of formats. I'm not a, uh, a huge match play guy. I'm not a huge, uh, you know, anything they do on live guy as far as the team events. But what I do like is, is, is mixing up the courses a bit, right? We can get stuck so, in so many of the same layouts uh, as far as, you know, a couple, two par threes, two, uh, two par fives and all these par fours on the PGA tour. And it, it's cool when you see five par threes and these par fives, one 600 plus yards. You've got these par fours that aren't even in really normal ranges for these guys. I, this is a little bit of a different course, course when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I wish we saw more of it uh, on the PGA tour. Yeah, you and me both, because I always say, look, I like the DP World Tour courses better as a group than the PGA Tour courses because you get some real diversity. Yeah, you get some variety in there. I think that's a good, yeah, I think that's an absolute great point. Um, so, yeah, we've got uh, we've got the course. Uh, we've got the odds. Anything else you want to say about the course? We'll, we'll take a break. And we'll run in through 
well, after that, we'll run through kind of whatever stats we looked at and how much modeling we actually did this week. We'll go through all our bets. Anything else you wanted to add before we go uh, go there, though? Yeah, there, there's probably because there's been a little rain, so it should play softer. So I'm not sure what the score is going to be. Uh, uh, the record score, now we've only had three tournaments here at Narashino was Tiger back in 2019. That was where he tied Sam Snead for the all-time PGA Tour wins record with 82. He shot 19 under 261. Uh, Matsuyama 15 under Keegan Bradley 15 under 265 last year so maybe get a little bit lower I'm guessing uh, you know now now maybe you get some wind and that that obviously makes the score a little higher but I expect this is going to play relatively soft okay yeah and actually I don't know I we brought it up last episode you and I are not maybe the Fortinet we were still doing a little bit more modeling then uh, this is I plugged some stuff in just wanted to see where guys guys popped at, but it's not really anything I I looked at too closely. So we can just hit hit on that stuff here, Wes. I, I brought up the off the tee, uh, off the tee stuff, and this is really big off the tee for me, and really big a uh, a really big second shot second shot course, especially when you're dealing with these you know different different uh uh you know distances that these guys are going to have to hit approach shots from. Uh, on a lot of these holes because the holes are so so different uh, than what you're t- what you typically see. Um, I did that a lot, of, a lot of emphasis on the approach play. Did look at a lot of longer proximity stuff, 150, 75 yards plus. Really uh, plugged that stuff in as well. Um, you know, looked at looked at some par three performance. This is one of the few courses where you get that many par threes. And I think it is something you at least need to be aware of of some of the guys uh, that just typically play par threes. Uh, better than others. I looked at a little bit around the green and, and sand save uh, stuff here as well. Not much else. And then, and then some be, uh, bent grass putting I did look at as well. You'll you'll typically not hear me bring up uh, putting as, as something I factor in too often. I think in the fall events, it's something you can look uh, uh, at a little bit closer. It makes a little bit more sense. Go with longer term, uh, more historical better putters on whatever sur- surface you are putting on bent grass this week. Got a lot of history of that, obviously. So did look at some of that. Was there anything else uh, that you really dove into or did you kind of follow along the same lines? Mostly the same approach for me. I did a little proximity 175 to 200, 200 plus as well, because you actually get about a plurality, not quite a majority of the approach shots come from that range. Uh, good drives gained and a little bit of strokes gained off the tee as well uh strokes gained around the green even though you know because you do have a lot of bunkers even though it's not hard to necessarily gain around the green here but i felt that was good to look at also sand saves like you mentioned bent grass putting and that's that's about as deep as i went this week yeah yeah me as well all right well let's take a break here when we come back we'll go through all our bets for this event and then we'll go around the world with Wes Reynolds even though we're kind of already going around the world so it's just an around the world long shots pod overall but right now take a minute hit that subscribe rate the pod give us five stars give us four stars maybe let us know something we can do a little bit better who knows follow us on twitter at Wes Reynolds one at Kelly Bidlin twitter slash x i don't even know what i'm supposed to call it these days tweet at us or exit us and post at us any questions you got about golf betting we'll happily answer what we can on there for you and when we come back we'll go through all our bets for the zozo championship at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to Long Shots. Kelly Bidlin and Wes Reynolds here talking the Zozo Championship. Wes, I'm going to start off because I didn't uh, didn't end up betting too much for this event. This is not an event we have a ton of history on. Uh, this is not, obviously, we're in the fall period of golf, so we don't have a ton of uh, recent event stuff to go off of either. This is pretty simple. This is an all Aussie card for me. How about Cam Davis going back to the well? I'm not going to sit by and watch Cam Davis finally pick up a W and be on the sidelines for it. He's uh, making me uh, spend a lot of money to do that over these these tournaments. But 24 to 1, I am in on Cam Davis. He is a guy that we've seen some. Uh, uh, he's been one of the guys who's been regularly playing this fall. Uh, T7 last week, third at the Fortinet. So he's playing good golf right now. I like his off the tee game for how it suits this course as well. Uh, went with him. Also played a top ten uh, uh, on him as well. He's a guy who did have did find some success here last year uh, at this course, finishing t twenty nine. So you know, didn't it wasn't miserable. Has and it's not one of these guys that's coming in here not having played here before. So did like that as well. So played a outright on him, and then I also played a top ten at plus two fifty. Uh, just a reminder, we got a smaller field this week, so those prices, if they look a little odd to you in the finishing position markets, that's why. Uh, and then only one other outright for me. I took a stab at Adam Scott at 30-1. to 1. I thought that number uh, was just a little long on a on a quality player who's, you know, who's good off the tee. I think his putting, uh, you know, his putting, always one of the better putters on tour, uh, could really end up factoring in this week. And when you really look at, I think, the – the group of guys that he's kind of grouped with on the odds board, Wes, I thought that I thought there was some value on Adam Scott number, especially if you're finding it uh, like I did in the thirties. Um, he's, he's kind of grouped with, you know, a lot of other guys that just haven't had nearly as much success as he had. He has playing golf. Really, really not much of a kind of did a deeper dive on Adam Scott though. Really, Adam Scott really not playing a ton of golf this year, Wes. Yeah. I almost played Adam Scott as well. I did have one Aussie, on the card and uh it was kind of an obvious one uh Minwoo Lee mm-hmm. at 20 to 1 who by the way did win last week actually on the Asian tour in the event in Macau China uh first victory of the year he's got two top fives other than that and three top tens uh really long hitter as we know but he's gained strokes with the short game in eight of the last nine worldwide events so I thought Minwoo made some sense another guy near the top that I thought made sense Sun JM at 14 to 1 uh Korean golf has actually been killing it this fall Tom Kim wins last week yeah uh SH Kim runner up at the Fortinet 
Siwoo Kim got the gold individual medal at the Asian Games, and Sunjay was actually behind him with the silver. But as a result, the most important thing coming out of that, they're now exempt from the government-mandated 21 months of military service in South Korea that you have to take part in before you turn the age of 35. So, you know, that's going to put you in a good mood, as we talked about last week, uh, you know, not having to you know, basically stall your career for that military service. Uh, uh, Sunjay, by the way, did play last week. Uh, T2 at the Genesis Championship, which is a Korean tour event, and lost in a three-man playoff. Sang-Hoon Park was the winner of that. Sunjay actually had a two-shot lead going into the final round. He's been in Asia for the better part of the last month, so his travel is going to be lighter than a lot of these players, uh, a lot of the other top guns in the field, certainly. So Sunjay, 14-1. to and then kind of guys, 40-ish, 50-ish to one range. Bo Hosler, 40 to one. He was T7 at the Shriners. Ended up being the first round leader with that. Uh, I think he shot 63, I believe, in the first round, or 62, rather. 16th on debut here last year. Top 30 in seven of his last eight starts. Got a couple top 10s in that run, including last week right there at TPC Summerlin. So Bo Hosler, 40 to one. Adam Svensson, 45 to one. Uh, gaining with the ball striking, gaining with the putter, 18th or better in four of his last five. And then one that, you know, kind of jumped out at me. And I was looking at him last week and was regretting when he started so well, not betting him, even though he he only he didn't end up uh, uh, finishing near the top. He was T18 at the Shriners, T9 at the Sanderson Farms week before. Cameron Champ, who is eighth year on debut last year, also eighth at the Dunlop Phoenix back in 2019, which is kind of the signature event of the Japan tour. So he seems to like playing over here. Hmm. Had a 63 last week in the first round at the Shriners and then closed with a 65. Also a guy, uh, we're going to go a little nappy factor here, Kelly. Right. Uh, became a first-time father 12 Boom. weeks ago. So <laughs> a good frame of mind. And oh, by the way, he is currently 127th on the FedEx cup standings and to get the, like the fully full tour status for next year, because we know they changed that around with the FedEx cup points. Cause remember the 125 advanced to the playoffs. Now it's just the top 70, right. but that 125 still does matter. And he's 127. So this is the big week for him to get inside that 125. You get that full status that doesn't get you in all the elevated events, but it avoids having conditional status where it's like, man, you just can't get into enough of these events if you're conditional. And then you got to play probably maybe some corn fairy or whatnot. So Cam Champ at 50 to 1. Here's here's an unfair question for you because I don't know that you have the answer. Do you have any idea what what position he'd need to finish in to get into that 125? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's only he's only a couple spots out, but yeah, yeah. I don't have all those scenarios because that's even harder to keep track right. of now <laughs> with these uh, the the this FedEx Cup fall and guys trying to get in that fifty one to sixty to get into a couple elevated events. They they've made this like so confusing of oh, like yeah. who 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 is going to be in there. So uh, yeah, I'm just looking at this right now. Well, and, and even and what what are we playing? I think this applies to the past two events, right? Isn't this the 2023 uh, Zozo yeah. all over yeah, again? This, right? so, so this is the fall because, <laughs> like, yeah, like the top 50 are already locked in, and then that next 10 get into some signature events, which includes like Bo Hosler. He'd be in that. That's 51 to 60. And then 51 to 60 uh, also get into the AT&T and the Genesis Invitational. 
and then you go on and, and up and down. Top 25 actually get their PGA Tour cards. So right now, like Cameron Champ's actually outside of that by, I believe, 37 points. So okay. this is a big week, and he's played well here before. So this has got to be the week he's targeting. Okay, let's have a really top-end finish here and, you know, go ahead and get that card for next year. I like that call. I like that call, Wes. I was watching a fair amount of him over the weekend, too, and I was uh, thought he was looking pretty dang good. That might be one I might be adding, tailing you on as well. You could do uh, Cameron Champ top 20 plus 160, top 10, 4 to 1 on him. If you don't want to look at the outright price, that's uh, another way, other way you could look at it. Uh, definitely, definitely think that's, uh, an interesting, interesting little tidbit there. I mean, that's a guy who's, yeah, like you said, has been playing well. Um, and yeah, that little extra motivation, I think, especially with this being a no cut event, right. It, it gives you a, it gives you a couple more days, uh, to work yourself into position, even if you got to play for, you know, if you're playing from behind, uh, and didn't start off well. So I like that call. I think I'm going to be adding that, uh, adding some kind of bet on Cameron champ, um, as well anything else uh that you bet for this one any matchups or finishing positions any of that stuff yet i'll have those up tomorrow uh at, okay. at, which will be wednesday at, at beeson.com uh ended up breaking even actually on the placement markets even with a losing record at the striders last week but look i've been betting oh, these good small. For you. I've, nice. I've been betting like quarter units on on these futures just because you know, you're not, I'm not as confident in, in the yeah. ball of, of when I'm spending more time and effort, you know, in, in the spring and, you know, early months of the year. So, uh, yeah, placement markets went okay. Matchups actually went 0-2 last week. So, I'm being a little conservative on those. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. All right, well, this is where we'd uh, typically go around the world uh, with Wes Reynolds, but since we just went all the way around the world to Japan, I guess we're going to back it up a few time zones and go over to Europe. The Andalusia Masters, Wes. We've got Wyndham Clark, I see, as the favorite in this event over at DraftKings, 9-1. to Ryan Fox, 11-1. to Adrian Rock, 20-1. to Everybody else, 22-1 to or longer. What did you do with this one? Yeah, uh, sponsored by uh, Spanish Bear Estrella Dom at the Andalusia Masters. And, uh, uh, yeah, Ryan Fox has really been playing great golf, by the way. Uh, has a win, a runner-up, and a third all in the last six weeks. So that's why you see him chart. Yeah, but, yeah it was kind of jarring. Yeah, it was kind of jarring, though, to see Wyndham Clark as the favorite. Uh, he is making the trip over to Spain. I took a pass on some of the short guys. Adrian Otegi, by the way, defending champion albeit at Valderrama, which is a different course. I'll get to that in a minute. 45 to 1. So this is now at the Real Club de Golf Soto Grande in Soto Grande, Spain. About about the same length, actually, as the uh, course we have over at uh, Narashino in Japan for the Zozo. 7099, par 72, Robert Trent Jones design. A little bit closer to the Spanish coast than Valderrama. Uh, Bentgrass Greens. Attackable par par fives, a couple short par fours. So it is a bit of a different test. Uh, could make it a little bit more exposed to the wind. Uh, so keep an eye on that. Uh, uh, my card that I went with, uh, Alexander Bjork. I kind of just went with gut here because we don't really have any data with mm. no with with Alderama now being on the live tour. So this is a new venue for this event. Alexander Bjork, 28 to one. He's actually missed two of his last three cuts, but he broke a streak of 21 made cuts in a row that had two runners up six other top eight 
number one on the DP World Tour this year for strokes gain total, approach, and scrambling. So I think a couple weeks off because he hasn't played since the uh, event over in Paris several weeks ago. Might have done him some good, and he could maybe recharge here. Same with Yosel Outen, 30-1, to 1, who's playing probably his best golf in five years. That's the last time he has won, by the way, on the DP World Tour. Uh, uh, top 10 to 15 in total strokes gain, tee to green, approach off the tee, all that stuff. Nathan Kimsey, 55-1. to 1. He was third last week uh, over there at the Open de España. And by the way, congratulations to Mathieu Pavone, the Frenchman. 90-1 to 1, uh, wins his first ever DP Whew. World Tour event after 185 starts. So nice to see. We've seen a couple yeah. of those guys wow. this year break long streaks on the DP World Tour. Nathan Kimsey, who I mentioned third last week, runner-up at the Barbasol, where we got home with Vincent Norman in that playoff. Two wins on the Challenge Tour last year, second in accuracy, fourth in greens and regulation on the DP World Tour. Ewan Ferguson, 55-1, to pretty good win player, and I think it could get windy on the Spanish coast this weekend. Two top 10 finishes in his last three DP World Tour events, six top 10s, uh, three top fives this year on the DPWT. Alex Fitzpatrick, 66-1. to I backed him last week. He was top 20. Uh, but fourth top 20 and seven starts has made all seven cuts, two top fives on the DP World Tour. Remember, he won on the Challenge Tour earlier this summer. Of course, the younger brother of Matt Fitzpatrick. Eighth on approach, second on sand saves uh, for Alex. Julian Brun, uh, 66 to 1, another Frenchman. Uh, actually won on this course back in 2011. Won an event as an amateur called the Copa Soto Grande which was then known as the European nations as a 19 year old. So recent form has been good. He's still looking for that DP world tour first win. Uh, very good putter, very good around the green, very good on par threes too. Number one in par three scoring. And then when I think of a, a short course where good approach play and a strong short game matters, and you're not very long off the tee, the guy I got to think of over here is Pablo Lara Thobble at 100 to 1. He's actually won four DP World Tour events over the last 2 years, won twice already this year. So, Pablo, I thought that was a pretty high price for a Spaniard in this event. So, Lara Fabo 100 to 1 here. All right, I like it. And just to uh uh take everybody behind the scenes whenever uh, West does around the world, I always do research on the area of the world that we are uh looking at now. So to Grande uh West, I'm going to say this is going to be our second trip on the yeah pretty pretty nice yeah yeah the long shots remote trip uh what do we got first the uh the the alps what is that the switch yeah the the, the uh, european masters that's right that's Kranz, number one kranz Sierra, switzerland yeah i went to the always always accurate website i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's called wikipedia yes. uh fr from wikipedia in may 2006 soda grande was featured in the times as having the most expensive homes in europe so uh I think it's a pretty nice area. To, These to, guys to, uh, on the European tour, man, they play in some really nice areas. Like, <laughs> yeah, they really do. It's incredible. You get, you get all these places like like Mauritius and, you know, places like that where, like, Europeans go on holiday and, and all that stuff and uh, just some really nice parts of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, okay, well, great. They, again, everything uh, for – both tournaments this week, head to vison.com. You'll get both Wes and my plays and make sure to check out Wes's write-ups again, as detailed and as good as it gets in the golf betting industry. 
I will uh, say that, vouch for him firsthand when it comes to that incredible info and that if you're a golf better, it's a must read every single week. I do it. You should do it. So head over to Visa.com, get yourself a subscription, and we will catch you in a couple weeks back here on Long Shots. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.